evening, Source Nation, and welcome to SRN Live Television. I am your host, author Kimberly McLemore, and thank you for tuning in tonight to the show, The Author's Corner. Tonight, we have another amazing show for you, but before I go any further, you know I have to thank our sponsors because without the sponsors, this would, the show would not be uh, possible, right? So we have Zulina, Health, Wellness, and Fitness, Meet My Types Matchmaking, Renovations, and New Covenant of Praise Worship Center. So now let me just take a couple of minutes and tell you a little bit about myself and the purpose of the show. I am author of How to Be a Success by Just Being You and memoir, Deception of the Heart, A Real Look into Domestic Violence. And I'm also the CEO and founder of the Women's Small Business Initiative, LLC, the host of the podcast, Your Resource for Success, which is on iHeartRadio and Spotify, and the founder of Author Kimberly and Macklemore, LLC, and I'm also the host of this new show, radio TV show called The Author's Corner. So let me just tell you a little bit why I decided to do this platform. I really wanted this platform because we have a lot of new and existing authors out there that need something different, different ways to promote their book, right? So this platform is available for you to talk about your events, of course, talk a little bit about yourself, and of course, the big piece of it is we want to know where we can find the book at, right? So now, let me tell you a little bit about our special guest, author Anita Washington. Author Anita Washington is the author of the book called Family Is Not Everything, How to Minimize Their Mess, Maximize Your Happiness, and Enjoy Emotional Baggage Breakthroughs. She also is the host of the TV show, That Anita Live, and the Emotional Happiness Podcast, which provides a platform for women to learn, laugh, and more importantly, heal emotionally by learning from the challenges and successes of others. Also, she is a former school and community agency counselor and creator of the seven-step method. Anita has helped guide people from the ages of 11 to 50 through their own life issues, personal transformations, and professional endeavors. So without further ado, Source Nation, please help me welcome my special guest, Anita Washington. Hey, Anita! working it over there honey you are working it <laughs> shows the two books <laughs> hey, hey, hey and got a third one coming out soon oh. Oh, yeah I'm not, I'm not look this ain't about me tonight so we're gonna talk about you <laughs> 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 so welcome it's, uh, so thank I'm you excited to have you on I've had the opportunity and the blessings to be on your amazing TV show. So I'm just excited that you're here and you have a new book. But before we dive into that, why don't you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Well, like you said in the bio, um, former, formerly a school and community agency counselor. From there, I kind of burnt out and transitioned into doing contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done contracts for a number of years, but I've always been connected to the counseling community, whether it was through friends that I had that were former co-workers or just people that were always asking me, you know, what would Nita do or what do you think about this? When I ask why, it's because they see me as a happy person that that is always that one person that goes after what they want. Okay. (laughs) that, that, That to me, seems that that would be you because you know when I met you and we actually met at another uh, opportunity that we had you know yes. in the live show you know it was funny though because you were kind of sitting back and just quiet and then all of a sudden it was like I want you to be on my show I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, 
whole different side <laughs> person that was sitting back there being all quiet. Because yeah, the, the counselor, you know, the, the introvert in me sits <laughs> back and takes everything in. You know, I don't, I don't miss anything. I, I noticed that. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of those extroverts were just, you know, running our mouths and then, you know, you were just quietly sitting there everything, and then and not realizing, you know, that you have this amazing show that you do. Thank I you. know we're not really here just to talk about, this, <laughs> but, you know, I, I have to tell the world about it because it's a great opportunity for others who, Thank you know, you. can reach out to you and then they can possibly have the opportunity to get to be on your platform because your yes. platform is phenomenal. I want y'all to know I was, when I say live TV, I was on a real TV <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm on channel 10. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is real, real. I mean, the lights, you know, I was sweating. I mean, it was crazy. Because <laughs> with, with everything that is virtual these days, when my guests walk into a real TV studio, they kind of say, oh, Nate, I wasn't expecting this. Like they talk about people being in their living rooms or everything being online. And I said, well, sometimes it's good to stay attached to the traditional because yeah. there's some exposure and, and some, some conditioning that's done there. Exactly. So, like you're talking about it. Now, that experience evidently was a great one for you. So I'm glad to have been a part of that. It, it was. I mean, it, it definitely made me nervous. And I, all I kept thinking was like, oh my gosh, how to look through this camera? How to look through this camera? <laughs> And the camera's like right there. I'm like, okay. Good girl. You looked good. Well, you know, I did have my money green on that day. So, you know. Uh -huh. Anyway, so now that we've done, after we've been crazy, right? So tell me a little bit. Okay, so are you originally from this uh, area? No, no, I'm not from the DMV. I'm originally from South Carolina. Okay, okay. And so how did you make your way? You know, can you give me a quick... Uh, overview of how you got here and of course we know that you were into the counseling and so forth yes. and then we'll talk a little bit about how you got into the business that you are doing well I, i've lived all up and down the east coast mm -hmm. and i came to the dmv area really through contacts in grad school okay, okay. when i was at virginia state university the dmv used to bring us back to the dmv to party <laughs> <laughs> that was when dmv was real right <laughs> And I just, through through those experiences, I just kind of fell in love with the area. And even though once I graduated from grad school, I moved out to the Smokies, lived in Tennessee for a while, moved around, there was always that D.C., you know, come back to D.C., live in D.C. D.C. is a great area. Right. I quit my job, moved, and here I am, what, wow. 17, 18 years later. Wow. Nothing but history after that. And, and I'm hearing <laughs> great history I, I tried to clean it up at first but you know let's just let's just go and tell the truth and shame the devil <laughs> look, yeah, look we don't edit anything on this and it is real that's what I'm you. you come to my show and you do a lot of editing okay so whatever you say everybody is listening right now <laughs> so it's okay you know but that's the beauty of having these platforms is that we you know I want people to realize how human and how real we really are because a lot of times all they ever see is the shell of us and all they think about is, oh, you know, she's an author. Oh, she's got a business. You know, so what we go through every day is hard work. And yes. you know, this is the reason why we're here to tell our stories. And so now talk to me about, and to the listeners, of course, what made you decide to get up and walk out, off your job? I, like I said, I became burnt out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, in that particular job, I had been counseling um, 16 to 25. Okay. And the population every day began to become more and more juveniles. Mm. It, was a, it was a cycle. And it's a cycle that burned me out because we would have the juveniles in a residential facility. And as long as we had them, okay, in that protected environment, mm-hmm. they were model citizens. Within mm-hmm. months of going back into their home environments, they went back into that old behavior. Exactly. And it just began to feel like the position was worthless. Like I wasn't, I was just a part of a, a Ferris wheel and not really making an impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's got to be discerning, you know, to think that, you know, you're putting in all this effort and then you realize that what you're doing there, you can't change them because that environment that they're in is right. not the same. So, of course, they're going to learn the same bad behaviors. That, that's with anything in life, you know. You Like they say, I guess there's those sayings where you can take them out of the ghetto, but the ghetto is still in them. And right. again, it's no different than if, you're, if, you're in the, if you live in the country and you come here, you still can't always take that country out of people. No, you cannot. You know, so if... if Speaking as a country girl. <laughs> but, you know, the key that, you know, what a lot of people don't get is that you may be helping that individual, but everything starts at the foundation. And that foundation is at home, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I can I get it. I, I can understand that you were burnt out. And, and so now that you're burnt out, you dive into this world of business. What did you start with first before you started getting into it? I mean, you just kind of dive into just doing the TV show first or did you do other things? Well, the entrepreneurial world, I, um, I got into it through the recommendation of a friend because I said, okay, this isn't working because it takes my coworkers weeks, what takes me days. Mm. I have more experience than they do. I have more education than they do, but you know, I'm bored. Right. And I don't have hands at a devil's workshop. <laughs> so we got to find something to do. <laughs> oh my God. So I, I had no idea what I wanted to do on the entrepreneurial side. Mm-hmm but I began to talk to and interview friends of mine so that they would have video and content to put on their websites and to start their entrepreneurial endeavors. And just one by one, they all began to say, you know, Nate, you kind of, you kind of good at this. Or you ask me questions that nobody else has ever asked before, or, you know, I can really tell that you did your research. Right. And when people in the field said, you know, you've got raw talent. I said, "Uh Oh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute now. I got what? <laughs> Woo, and that's something that everybody has. They think they have to do. <laughs> I said, okay, so let's let's continue to follow this. And right. I started out on Periscope. Okay. And then I went from Periscope. I did a couple of Skype interviews. From there, I said, okay, if this is television exposure, what is the most realist you can assimilate? Mm-hmm. And I found, you know, a local television studio that would let me record content and then actually air it on a, a, a live TV station here in the DMV area. Wow. And it's all very reasonable. They have classes there. It's, it's I mean, it, it's too good to be true, really. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, the, the production that I've seen, I, I was just... Fabricless. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is really real. You know, it, it's funny how you can see TV and you're thinking, ah, oh, I can't be that big of a deal. But then when I got there, I mean, it was like, she's like, get that light right. That light was <laughs> a shadow. I'm like, where is the shadow? Eh? <laughs> I'm looking at all these things. I'm listening and I'm learning. And there's always 
people running around. And the, the next thing I was waiting for really was somebody gonna come out and do my makeup. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, because it was so, you know, it was just so amazing to see the process. And I guess that's that's the things that I talk about with people not understanding how what we do in the background, you know, all they see is the good stuff. Right, but right. Opportunity to really talk and, and convey about the things that you do. I, I think it was just amazing to see you go there. So, you know, here you are, you you're, you're, you're find out you, you've got this amazing thing going on with yourself and now you're in the studio and now you're making things happen. So talk a little bit about the show and then after that, we're going to, talk a little bit and get into that book. Well, That Anita Live is a television show in the DMV where I showcase and spotlight women that have been through devastating circumstances to talk about the tips and techniques that they use to rise and live a, a relentless life again. How did they find their identity and their independence after going through such traumatic experiences as rape, molestation, domestic violence, um, and people, think about that and they think, oh, nobody wants to hear that because they're thinking about, you know, crime ID shows or somebody, you know, these, we don't speak about it or talk about it from a negative perspective because we're on the healing side. So we talk about what you can do to get out of those situations because somebody could have went through a domestic violence incident 20 years ago, but they're still living within that stuck place and that emotional baggage. And let's not talk about childhood trauma. Right. Whether it was teasing or bullying or being battered by a sibling, people grow up and still continue to live in those iron cages or under that emotional baggage. Well, when you listen to my shows, you listen to women that are telling you, this is how I got out. And these are the things that you can do to get out. Simple things, journaling. I also um, spotlight different therapists here in the DMV. So that you get a chance to view the therapist and their mannerisms, the way the way they, they talk and they talk about how they deal with their patients. Mm -hmm. So that you can get an eye, people can get an idea on whether or not they would like to work with that therapist. Right. Because it's it, it's it's not difficult. Right. You can't always go to your good, good girlfriend with your deepest issues and problems. That's right. Because we gonna hold on to it when you try to go back. Exactly. <laughs> and you're right. And, and I like that piece that you were talking about with the therapist because, you know, I, I love the fact that you're giving people an opportunity to kind of interview them. Yes. Seeing who they really are and if that's a good fit for them personally, because you're right, you cannot always take your personal, deepest personal information and share it with others because then it doesn't become about you. It's about their opinion. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and so it's always mm -hmm. great to have somebody who doesn't know you and they really are truly looking at the aspect of what is best for you um, to get you to the next level. So before we move on to the book, I just want to tell everybody, look, if you, if you haven't chimed in Source Nation, oh my goodness, this has been a phenomenal show so far. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Miss Anita and her new book that she has. So tell me the name of the book and I know you got it. So let's see it and let's hear about how you decided to continue, you know, doing what you're doing. The name of the book is Family Is Not Everything. Okay. Family Is Not Everything. How to Minimize Their Mess, Maximize Your Happiness, and Enjoy Emotional Baggage Breakthroughs. Family Is Not Everything. My little pride and joy. 
Okay. All right. And I like that title. Family is not everything. So how did you come up with that title? <laughs> I want a family ain't everything, but my editor said need to know. It needs to be grammatically correct. Mm -hmm. well, and then because for me, one of the things that I talk about in the book is called family shaming. And I get so tired of people, whether it's an office setting or a social setting, mm -hmm. family shaming other people. When they say, oh, no, I'm not going to go home for the holidays. I'm just going to spend the holidays alone. Oh, no, you have to go home. You have to see family for the holidays because they're trying to keep themselves comfortable. You don't know what you're sending that person back into. And so the saying out there is, if you don't have family, you don't have nothing. Okay, well, I come with the story that family is not everything. So let's talk about it from a different perspective. I like that. I like that. And you're right. I think a lot of people put too much stress on well you got to be here you got to do this you got to do that you know and it's funny even you know when i moved here you know a lot of people don't understand that everything in the dmv area is not two minutes away it's literally it it, you, you could be 10 miles but it may take you 30 40 minutes to get down 10 miles you know yeah. so always that stress of well why haven't you seen the family or why haven't you done this why haven't that? look i don't have time and it's not as easy as people think you know and so that stress of always somebody saying hey you know, you need to, to please the family well. Okay, really? And why Why is that such a big issue? I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend time with your family and your friends, but what about you? you know? Yeah, you don't, work, you don't work to please the family. You need, right. to, you need to work for your healthy place. Exactly. You need to work for your wellness. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the key. And I, so I love the title. What I see now, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one here. <laughs> so, family is not everything. And you're right. And I, 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 and I like that. But you, you also talk a little bit about the fact that, you know, like you said, there's, you, you're coming, trying to teach people how to get to that healthy place. Yes. So give me a couple tips. And if, you, if there's a piece within your book that you may want to dwell on or talk a little bit about or read, you, mm -hmm. you, please do so. Well, in the book specifically, I list a number of my own personal stories of childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. I also talk about one of the most embarrassing moments of my adulthood and where I made a life-altering mistake. And, but I link it back to the, the incidents that I went through in my childhood to show how, as a family, we need to work to take care of each other more right. and not just say, well, you know how your brother is or that's just what your sister is like because it's, it's creating a ripple effect of errors and problems in life mm -hmm. and where... Your childhood trauma becomes your adult dysfunctional behavior. I agree. <laughs> you know, the, the way you said that was very simple, but mm -hmm. you were absolutely right. You know, we, and, and, and you can't blame, you know, your family because they're only going by the learned behaviors that they've given. Right. So as we all know, it's that continual. Mm -hmm. It's that pathology. Yeah, constantly. And, and it, 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 it does get old after a while. And, and that's a, nothing but a part of conformity. And that's with everything in life. You know, you got to do it this way. You have to do it that way. And if you're not doing it a specific way, then there is a problem. You know, there's always something going on. And then, there, then people are going to criticize you for not doing it the way that you, that, that you well, you've been taught this way. Yeah, that, that I've been taught that way, but that doesn't necessarily mean right, right? Right, right. <laughs> Because in the book specifically, I talk about sibling abuse, which doesn't get a lot of limelight. It's hidden under domestic violence, parental neglect, mm -hmm. and then also talk about domestic violence, but from the angle of being a witness and not the victim. 
Because in one of the chapters, I talk about being hit, but not the target. Because I talk about how my brother was a batterer and how he would beat his wife. Those are things that I saw. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that behavior spilled over with the yelling and the screaming. I saw him push her down the stairs and how that impacted me being a 10, 11, 12-year-old at the time. But how, one, I lost respect for my sibling. Mm-hmm. And then two, it really has an effect on how I view relationships today. I agree with that. Okay. Because it, it, it's lifelong. It's a filter that yeah. you have to learn to work with. Right. And people say, well, you can overcome it. You can, you can overcome its control on your life. But that filter, that view is something that you're going to have to learn how to manage because it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. So you don't let it control your life. You don't let it speak for you, but know when it shows itself. Right. And from, from the parental neglect, it's from the, from the aspect of, you know, how the parents will see the discord between siblings, between their children. Right. And they'll say, oh, well, that's just how your sister is. Oh, well, that's just how your brother is. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but when we look at it today, it is becoming criminal. That's true. Because siblings are beginning to in the lives of other siblings that are and then you when you dig through or you peel the onion back, you see, well, he's been picking on his brother for years. Or there's always been a problem in that family with violence. Mm-hmm. At what point do we begin to be honest within the family so that we can clean this up? Exactly. Instead of passing that pathology on through the generations. Ooh, boy, this is deep. Look, we could be on here forever talking about this. Right. I mean, everything you're talking about, I'm sitting thinking in the back of my mind of all the things that we've seen growing up. And, you know, we come from that era, you know, time where everything was, you know, you're a child, you stay in your child's place, you know, same thing, what what is being done, you leave it alone. It's all consistent. Stay, stay out of the way. You know, we don't want to hear your opinion. And so you're right. You carry those things for years mm-hmm. because that's how you were taught. And then, of course, as you become an adult, not either some people will change and grow from that or then others won't. You know, like I said, the, the behavior actually becomes worse. Right, right. Seeing a lot of the of, of family members killing each other and taking their children away. I mean, there's just so much craziness going on yes. because they're dealing with things that they don't know how to handle it, but they're taking it out on the people that, that they love and they're closest to them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who like I said, we can talk around <laughs> a few more minutes. And I you know but the one thing I want you to tell people is exactly how we can get a hold of you, where we can find the book, and you know, all this other great stuff that we have to talk about before we. <laughs> Well, let me also mention that that while I give those personal stories, mm-hmm. I also give one the lessons to learn from the story. Okay. And two, I wrap it around my seven step method to show how I was able to pull myself out from under that emotional baggage. Ah. So that they can use those steps also. That seven step method that I talk about. This is actually my second book. The first one just talked about the steps, and it was only an ebook. Okay. Available. My book, Family Is Not Everything, is available on Amazon. And it's an ebook and paperback. Okay. And do they, can they get autographed copies from you personally? 
Sure. I, and I'm, a, I'm on almost all of the social media platforms. I'm on what YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And all my handles are the same, that Anita Live. So if you DM me that Anita Live, we can work out you getting a, a, an autographed copy of Family Is Not Everything. Hey, all right. And I, and I know she's on Twitter, y'all, because she loves Twitter. <laughs> Yes. Twitter, okay? Yes. I know that the Twitter is working. <laughs> Twitter is home. Facebook is Grandma's house. Instagram is a high school reunion, but Twitter is home. Yes. All righty. Well, you know, it has been amazing to have you on the show. I know we still have a few more minutes, but I, I'm just sitting here like, man, like I said, we could probably talk further because there's so much information that you just put out in, in the last few minutes about the book and how you know it affects you personally and your family and, and all that and um that's that's the hard part you know that's the the, the things that people don't want to deal with so and i like the fact that you I obviously have ways to help people get through that process as, as well so you know like i tell everybody look miss anita washington is an author she has a phenomenal tv show you need to make sure you, you reach out to her get her book support her we all need that support as authors and i also would like to let everybody know of course you know before i dive off of here i got to got to do the sponsorship thing and then of course tell you a little bit about how you can find me but again i want to thank you it's thank been it's been awesome to have you on i know that time is ticking away and if we get cut off chime back in because it's <laughs> crazy sometimes <laughs> Thank you very much for sharing your platform with me. Oh, absolutely. All right, Source Nation, I just want to again talk about the fact that we have an author, Anita Washington, here. And like I said, she has a phenomenal new book. She's got a great TV show out. Please make sure that you come out and support her, help us out, you know, and, and learn something because she has a lot of great information to share with you. And with your background, being a counselor and everything, hey, you are it. So, like I said, thank you so much um, for coming on and, and uh, telling your story because it is a great story to tell. And I, I, like I said, I wish we had more time to, to dive into it a little bit deeper. As it goes, I definitely before we leave off of here, I have to thank our sponsors again, Zulina Health, Wellness, and Fitness, Meet My Types Matchmaking, Renovations, and New Covenant of Praise Worship Center. And then, of course, if you want to reach out to me, you can send um, any information. Of course, especially if you want to be on the show, please send a short bio, your book cover, and a professional picture to Kimberly M. McLemore at gmail.com. That's Kimberly M. Last name is M-C-L-E-M-O-R-E at gmail.com. And also, you can find me on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, and go to my YouTube channel, which is on the Women's Small Business Initiative. This is where you will find this show and many other shows that I have done. And of course, you got to see this. So if you missed it tonight, make sure you come back and, and check us out. It has been a phenomenal evening. I really do, again, appreciate your time. Miss Anita, you are fabulous. And I hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for head signing. <laughs> <laughs> So again, thank you for everyone else. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Source Nation, we'll see you soon. Good night.